I'm Dr. Sarah Stewart, the owner of Cibolo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same-day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. Join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CibeloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Cibolo Family Medicine, CibeloFM.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Godandourdogs.com Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and Our Dogs bring aha moments. Aha moments transform us as we see ourselves from God's perspective. Trusting and relying on God renews, creates, and elevates our lives. You can find us at GodInOurDogs.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at GodInOurDogs. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our guest today is Connie Klein, Executive Director of Hill Country Mission for Health. She is a self-described perfectionist, but only in the most loving and dedicated way. Her dogs would describe her as their loving caregiver. Welcome, Connie Klein. Thank you for joining us on God and Our Dogs. Thank you, Meg. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm honored. Well, I'm honored that you're here, and I'm so excited to talk about your dogs. You've had dogs your whole life. Yes. And what kind of dogs did you have as a little girl? Oh, wow. Probably the, the broad spectrum, everything from chihuahuas to German shepherds to dachshunds. I mean, you know, we were just a dog family growing up. And when my dad would come home with another dog, we, we just would love it like the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't sound like he was too discriminating. It could be a small dog or a big dog. Yeah. It was fine with him. Yeah. It was it was really a kind of a fluky thing. You would think that somebody who is, is a big dog person wouldn't kind of want a smaller dog around, but it just so happened that somebody needed a dog needed a home and we had it Uh so it worked uh and you grew up out in the country didn't you? i did yes Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes that has a whole bit of challenges on its own but it's good to have Mm -hmm. the big dogs who might roam around a little bit and then the little dogs who are close to the house early warning system so to speak yes and and a much higher pitch volume than a German Shepherd would have, yeah. but uh, yeah, they w- we always knew when something was off. So who was the most memorable of those dogs for you? As a child growing up, probably one of the little chihuahuas that we had, and the only reason that I say that is because she, she was pregnant, and my dad allowed me to bring her into my bedroom uh, oh, so wow. that she could have her puppies. Wow, that would be memorable. Yeah. So was it unusual to have dogs inside the house? It was, yes, and 
and it uh-huh. still is <laughs> uh, for for him. Well, I say that, you know, people change over the years, but it was definitely different for us. But I think, you know, he knew the importance of the event and I was right there to pay attention and uh-huh. do all the things that, that he probably wouldn't have wanted to do. Yeah. So, How old were you? I th- I want to say I was about 10, 10. nine, nine uh-huh. or 10. Yeah. Yeah. So that nurturing kicked in right there as a 10 year old. You know, I am the only daughter out of four children, so I have three younger brothers, and so Mother Nature kind of took care of me getting into gear Uh early on. Yeah, so what was memorable to you about Lady having puppies? Well, I had never seen anything like that before. It was a happy time, but it was kind of (laughs) gross. Yes, I've heard uh, other guests say that too. (laughs) But it was so amazing to me to see how her being a first-time mom, she automatically knew what she needed to do and kind of relates back to us when we become mothers. You know, we that natural instinct just kind of kicks in. Mm-hmm. And I guess seeing that as a child, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit as to this is why moms are so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that interesting from the standpoint of how God designs us as people? And yes. you could see that in your dog. Yes. In a very basic way, really. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, since you and I talked before this show, I have really been able to do a lot of reflecting, uh, not only on my motherhood, but on my mom and how she took care of us. And then, of course, you know, being a family of six and then having several dogs, uh, we really take a, a lot of care and, and are good caregivers to more than just children and dogs. You know, we have to take care of ourselves too so that we uh-huh. can be that caregiver. And it, it's so crazy how as soon as one little seed gets planted in your mind about this subject, all of a sudden you can see the relationship to so many other things. Mm-hmm. God kind of interweaves that in our lives, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Well, did Lady live a long life? She did, actually, and uh, we kept one of her puppies, and that dog was around for a while, too. Unfortunately, though, she did pass away, and we ended up burying her under an oak tree out in the very far front of the yard. And every time I drive back to my childhood home, I look at that tree and... I think ladies buried right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah. Was that the first time you'd ever experienced death in your family? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. And it was really hard. Unfortunately, you know, we know it's inevitable, but it, I think, prepares us for the next step, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially if you end up family member. It's not the same, but it is. It, it's an emotional event no matter what Mm -hmm. experiencing that loss especially as a kid when you're young and you spend a lot of time with with Mm -hmm. your animal could be a cat or dog or in some cases you know sheep goats whatever yeah Um, yeah horses we grew up with horses too so So it's it is one of those life passage moments Mm -hmm. isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's an experience that God gives us it it has to happen so that we grow from it. And we don't think about that before it happens because we're not expecting it necessarily. How do you think you grew from that? Uh, Well, it definitely prepared me for the next loss. Mm -hmm. And uh, as hard as it is to accept, you do it. And, you know, you're comforted by your parents and the rest of your family. And, you know, 
uh, we always talk about how we can't wait to see all of our dogs in heaven and uh-huh. things like that. So I have probably lost track of how many dogs I'm going to see in heaven, but yeah. I am looking forward to it. It's, uh-huh. it's going to be a, a joyful reunion all the way around. Uh-huh. Well, that's neat to think about that about it that way for sure. Well, as a mom yourself, mm-hmm. you ended up bringing a dog into your family. Tell us about how all that worked. <laughs> well, sometimes you want to give your kids something that's fun, and, and the natural thing is let's get a family dog. Uh-huh. You know? And we debated over what kind of dog we wanted to give them, and, and, of course, we wanted them to have input as well. And so we looked at – I went and bought a book – so that we could see pictures of every kind of dog that there was. And we ended up with a Bichon. Uh-huh. And uh, so we then had to hunt around and find breeders in the area. And at the time, we were living in Houston, so we found our breeder uh, in Pearland. Uh-huh. And uh, when we got there, I think there were three or four puppies remaining, and the one we chose was the behemoth <laughs> of the litter he was just huge and Uh they were all the same age but the girls picked him out and he played with them and you know he just he felt right he connected he connected so he he got the short end of the stick (laughs) why do you say that oh Oh my gosh it would have been the long you know well it it was the long end of the stick I have have great great family to be in have to joke about it a little bit because uh you know, my girls, I have an extrovert and a semi-extrovert, and uh, the extrovert just every day brings us some kind of laughable, joking joy, uh-huh. and she's been that way since the day she was born, and I thought, man, this dog <laughs> is going to have a time, but uh, we we had a good time picking him out and, and bringing him home, and all the way home, we were trying to decide what to name him. Uh-huh, and what did you come up with? We came up with the name Percy. Uh-huh. And we arrived at that because at the time, Pocahontas, the Disney movie, was a big deal. Uh-huh. It, it was, you know, all they wanted to watch. So everybody has Disney DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the little dog in that movie was named Percy. and oh, so that's fun girls really wanted to stick with that and we gave in and there you go there you go well that's neat I'm I'm looking forward to learning more about Percina and your family but first of all we want to take a little bit of a break and I want to tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today Cibolo Family Medicine Cibolo Family Medicine provides quality care the same day how convenient I've been a patient ever since Dr. Stewart opened Cibolo Family Medicine five years ago. When Cibolo Family Medicine says personalized care, they mean it. Whether in person, by phone, text, or email, Cibolo Family Medicine gives me the answers I need when I need them. Visit CiboloFM.com or give Cibolo Family Medicine a call at 830-428-428. 2500. Cibolo Family Medicine can help you, your family, or business. CiboloFM.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Cibolo Family Medicine, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek 
Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. Go to our website, godinourdogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godinourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Bill Fisher, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs with Connie Klein, Executive Director of Hill Country Mission for Health. I'm Meg Greer, your host. Before the break, Connie told us about her childhood Chihuahua lady and family dog Percy. We were just beginning to learn a little bit about Percy. So, Connie, fill us in a little bit. How did he fit into your family? Well, I guess the first thing that we all acknowledged was that he was the boy. You know, he was, we finally had a son, (laughs) a little white furball of a son. And he just fit in so, so sweetly with the girls and and just really brought a lot of activity and um, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, a little more spice to our lives, you know. (laughs) Uh, he was he was very active and energetic, and, and uh, my oldest daughter especially really kept him going all the time. And uh, and then when my youngest daughter kind of realized, I you know, I can take care of a dog too, then she kind of stepped up, and, and she's the one who actually ended up having him live with her while she was in college. Uh-huh. So there was a little bit of a transition there, and uh, but having him as, as my little furball son was a really great time, and I had him for 16 years, so that's, that's a long time. That was a good span. Yes, for sure. So, how did you see your relationship with Percy growing and transforming through the years? I think the first thing was trying to train him specifically not to chew my shoes. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of listeners yeah. out there that would love to know the techniques. So. Well, I probably shouldn't say it out loud, but discipline is key. And, you you know, you just have to make them understand and repeated discipline. They finally get it. And um, I just decided that I was going to start putting my shoes in another closet. (laughs) When you're married, you leave the closet open. Everybody goes in there. You know, Uh it's too much to ask to close the door. Yeah. So we I just said, I'm moving my shoes. So. It didn't hurt me. I mean, I I love that dog, but and I hated to be so quote unquote mean to him during discipline time. But it had to happen. I, I mean, that is how we learn. We discipline not only ourselves, but we discipline our children. You know, we are disciplined in in many ways, shapes, and forms uh, throughout life, and and it, it's just a natural thing. So. Uh-huh. One of the things you told me before the show was you realized how much God tasks parents to train children up the way they should go. So we see that playing out in our lives in so many different ways, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. And and sometimes we find ourselves trying to discipline other people's children or dogs, you know, and, uh-huh. and, it, and you can't help it. Um, it's a natural instinct as a mother, especially, but... Um, I just felt like the more we trained 
not just the dogs, but the kids and, and discipline and show them that there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. It just made our lives so much easier. Mm-hmm. It really <coughs> develops the trust mm-hmm. between you and Percy and Percy and you, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, it does. And and I think in a way we, we kind of end up looking at the person or or the training being a real benefit for us when we all, all of a sudden we realize this is why. This is why I need to behave like this. This is why I need to talk like this. This is why I don't need to chew my mom's shoes because I'm going to get a spanking. Mm-hmm. So, or, or just from a trainer standpoint, this is why I need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being consistent is the biggest challenge of all, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. it is. And it has to come from every facet of mm-hmm. the family. Yeah. How can we see God in that? Just about every day, actually. I I mean, we as humans, I feel like we have to really work on keeping that focus every day. We are so caught up in everyday life and the distractions that come with that. It's very easy to get sidetracked. As an example, trying to stay true to yourself while you're on a diet, you know, you think, oh, it won't hurt for me to just have one ice cream cone or, you know. Or I need to drive by Dairy Queen and get a a blizzard after work so I can finish it before I get home, you know, so nobody (laughs) sees me. It just, we have to realize that it's for our own good. Yeah, that consistency. And then we can learn that we can trust God in all of Mm -hmm. that too, can't we? Yes. Yeah. He is faithful. Well, and I think an aspect of that too is something else you told me about. One of your favorite scriptures, Jeremiah 33, that says, Call upon me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Yes, yes. And doesn't that take a great level of trust that you're that there's actually <clears throat> something you may not know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's ironic too that that we talk about that now because there are so many things that we don't know. We our mind cannot comprehend the things when we want to know them, even if he was to tell us right now we still couldn't figure it out. We couldn't grasp that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been a topic of conversation uh, between me and my fiance a lot lately, just uh, based on the world situation and, and things like that, how how incredibly important our trust in God is because we know we are his children and he is going to take care of us mm-hmm. no matter what happens between now and, and then. Yeah, so many times people <clears throat> think that God's not answering their prayer well, he may very well be answering the prayer, but in ways that you don't think yes. that he's answering him. He's either giving you training you need, or he's putting some other things in place with other people that might need a little training. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there's some moving parts that we may not know. Yes. You know, exactly. As Jeremiah said. Every yeah. time I read that verse, I get goosebumps mm-hmm. because I know that Someday our eyes will be opened. And, uh, you know, you talk about answered prayer. I have seen prayer answered in an instant. And I've seen it, you know, in a couple of years or a week or whatever. And and I have some prayer that hasn't been answered yet. Mm-hmm. But I know it's coming. Yeah. And uh, the, the key is to trust in God. It's all in his timing. And to not think that because nothing's happening, it's a bad situation for mm-hmm. you. And I love the word that you chose earlier when we were talking. You used the word metamorphosis, which, of course, is related to transformation. But I love that. I always think of it with butterflies Mm -hmm. coming out of a cocoon, you know, Mm -hmm. and blossoming. How do you see that through your relationship with God? I think 
as a young person, you know, we were raised up in a Christian home and I've always believed in God. I've always known that Jesus was my savior. I was about 10 years old when I was, uh, when I accepted Christ as my savior uh, with my grandma in church, in her church. I knew that I was saved, but I didn't know how to really apply that to my life. And the older I got, the more I started realizing I, I'm a Christian. I need to behave like one. I need to recognize and try to see God in the moment every time I call it a miracle. Every day there's a miracle. And uh, if you can try to always focus and be in the moment, I think you see that more and more. It, and it just becomes a, a ritual kind of every day. Yeah. Um, I'm The older I get, the more two and two equals four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I, I think you do. You go through a metamorphosis, even as an adult. It, you you know what you believe and what you should be doing. But then when you really get into that, you start acting it out. Mm-hmm. And that's where every day I ha- I say, okay, today's going to be a good day. God gave me another day. Let's make the most of it. And then by the time I get to work, I forgot what I said, (laughs) you know, but yeah. Well, and too, I think we can really see that and appreciate it through our dogs too. And the relationship we have with them and the way that we can interact with them. So Connie, you know, it's really interesting. You're talking about transformation and metamorphosis. And you said something really interesting when we were visiting ahead of time. And that is that you think life changes about every seven years. Yes. What do you mean by that? I feel like about every seven years, either our circle of friends change based on what our children are involved in in school, how they're growing, how they're maturing and and changing in in their own ways. And one of the things that prompted that change at one point was Percy. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we brought him home, it, it was a whole new realm of responsibility. And as he grew, so did they, and and vice versa, obviously. And I feel like as we get older, we always change. Every day we're changing. The the change in him was all of a sudden one day I realized he wasn't a puppy anymore. And, you know, we when we were talking earlier before the show, I, I said, outlook on the growth of our children or any other thing is you don't you don't really know when the last time is going to be and all mm-hmm. of a sudden there it is yeah and it's gone and we don't do that anymore and so that is the end of that sort of seven-year era that that I was talking about it really helps you to be appreciate being in the moment doesn't yes. it yeah. yeah and loving the people we're with yes yeah, soak it all up fast I mean time doesn't stand still for anybody that's a hard concept for people to to swallow they think oh well there will always be tomorrow but there may not be yeah well overall what would you say you've really learned about God from your dog Percy I think you know we talk about trust and and reliance and if you really take a minute in a developed relationship with your dog and you look into their eyes you can really see deep inside of them how they are looking at you with such adoration and such trust I mean, they don't have a thing to worry about. We develop that relationship with them, and because they're physical and right in front of us, it's easy to do that. I want to be able to kind of have that same vision in my head about God looking into my eyes mm-hmm. and, and me looking to Him for that same deep emotional love and care. I know that He loves me and He cares for me, but I need to be more responsive to that relationship. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can certainly see what you mean in that. Well, Connie, I so appreciate your sharing your stories and your insights with us about God and your wonderful dogs. Um, Before we leave today, I'd love for people to know a little bit more about Hill Country Mission for Health because you all do some amazing things. Well, thank you. Yes, we actually are celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. Congratulations. Thank you. We will be celebrating that with a ribbon cutting and an after five mixer uh, that the chamber does every month on May 26th. So if you're a chamber member uh, and you'd like to come out and show us a little bit of love, that would be great. But Hill Country Mission for Health is a charitable health care clinic. We provide primary health care to low-income, uninsured or underinsured residents of the county. And when I say low-income, we go by federal poverty guidelines, and anybody can look those numbers up on, online. Our eligible patients qualify by a household income of less than 200% of, of the federal poverty level. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, pretty low. I think most people don't realize that there is poverty in Kendall County. They either just don't want to believe it because there's so much wealth and goodness and life out here, but poverty lives in the shadows and Mm -hmm. uh, someone has to be there to take care of them. Well, we're really glad that you're there because there is a gaping need, especially with health care. I think that is somewhere that people can really slip through the cracks. So thank you for all you're doing. Thank you so much. And thanks again for joining us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. If somebody would like to learn more about what Hill Country Mission for Health does, where would they go to find (laughs) out information? Well, our website is missionforhealth.org. We are located at 122 Commerce Avenue on the very north end of Main Street. And uh, we have a Facebook page and we are on LinkedIn now. And uh, or you could call us. Our number is 830-249-0130. And we our clinic hours are Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday from 830 to 5. Great. Well, Connie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for all you're doing at Hill Country Mission for Health. And thanks for sharing all of your stories and insights. Well, thank you for asking me. Well, before we close the show today, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. As I look into my dog's eyes, do I see his indiscretions? Or do I look at him with love and compassion? Do I look up and see the same forgiveness and love God continually has for me, just like I do for my dog? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godinourdogs.com. And here's a bonus thought to ponder. How is your dog relying on you today? Maybe God wants you to rely on him the same way. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. Follow our post at hashtag God and Our Dogs or find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook at God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer. Please join me again for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. I'm Dr. Sarah Stewart, the owner of Cibolo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same-day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. 
join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CibeloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Cibolo Family Medicine, CibeloFM.com.